Hi, Vet Girl here today, and today we're going to have a unique veterinary podcast. We're going to interview Dr. Angela McIntyre, who actually works for the USDA directly with APHIS, or what we commonly know as Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service. And I wanted to talk to her today because oftentimes we as veterinarians forget about what other job opportunities we have out there. So Angela, thanks so much for taking the time to do today's Vet Girl podcast. Thank you for having me. So if you don't mind giving us a little bit of background about where you went to veterinary school and how you ended up in your career path today, that'd be fantastic. Okay. Um, In 1993, I started attending Tuskegee University in Tuskegee, Alabama. And when I initially started veterinary school, I had the desire to become a large animal clinician. Along the path of going through vet school and experiencing things, I was literally almost killed by a steer and a horse, uh, some things that occurred. And during that time, I started reconsidering something that I could do that had something to do with large animals, but yet a little safer, if you will. The summer of my third year, I was able to acquire internship with the USDA Animal Animal Plant Health Inspection Service. And during that year, I had an opportunity uh, to work during the 1996 Olympics with the horses that were uh, imported here to compete in the uh, horse races. I also did other interesting things that summer, as well as summer of 1997. So I I worked with APHIS two years, uh, two summers uh, of my uh, veterinary, um, veterinary college years. But then I made the decision after I graduated from veterinary school to explore the USDA Food Safety and Inspection Service. And I started working with them right after vet school. And that's that's actually where I have been working since then. So my career has been um, a 21 year career with USDA, but 20 years with Food Safety and Inspection Service. And because most veterinarians traditionally go into small animal practice or large animal practice, can you tell us what you do on a day-to-day basis and how someone who may be interested as a veterinary student would even get the job opportunity to even experience a role with the U.S. government? Yes. So um, the USDA Food Safety and Inspection Service is responsible for ensuring that the meat, poultry, and egg product that is produced and uh, shipped is safe and wholesome. So as a, uh, and we're called public health veterinarians because it is actually a public health field, we are responsible for the humane handling. We have to ensure that the establishments in which we uh, regulate are treating the animals humanely. And then on a day-to-day basis, we're there to supervise um, food inspectors as they're doing their carcass by carcass inspection of the product. So they, the USDA um, hire veterinarians for our um, skills in uh, animal disease and um, different things like that. So are there a lot of internship programs that are readily available? I know you had done two summer internships with the USDA APHIS and how early in a veterinary career as a veterinary student would a student have to even apply or have this passion to go down this a traditional veterinary path? 
the food safety inspection service do have offer uh, internships programs as early on as a student that is in an undergraduate um, career. So we have some summer interns for first, second, third, and fourth year college students, as well as veterinary students available. Right. And so from my understanding, when you work for the food safety of the USDA, and I understand there's about a thousand veterinarians who are in that role, do you have to have additional training in public health or do you need a master's of public health to pursue this path? It is not required that you have any type of master's degrees. Um, You can get a master's degree if you feel that there's something else in veterinary medicine that you would like to do. But as far as FSIS, the only thing that you really need is a uh, doctor of veterinary medical degree from an accredited veterinary college. And in terms of employment and stability, how do you feel it is when it comes to uh, working for the government? Are there a lot of job opportunities or do people consistently stay in one unique position or is there a lot of transition or job opportunities available with the U.S. government? Well, I started uh, a career with the USDA right after veterinary school, and I, I never did um, go into private practice, and I certainly do not regret having done that. I think that a lot of the benefits with working for uh, the federal government is that they offer you a, a 401k, a retirement plan, whereas in, in private practice, I think that's something that uh, clinicians will have to try to bill for themselves because they actually match a, a certain amount of money with the money that you make. You have paid time off during your tenure as a public health veterinarian with the federal government. I know that a lot of students now are challenged with the student loan, um, the, the cost of, of going to veterinary school now is very high. And a lot of students are challenged with what to do after school to start paying off those loans. And I know that starting as a, a clinician, first-year student, the money that is made is probably $50,000, $60,000. But if they have a lot of student loan that is kind of hard getting a very good start uh, in the beginning with that. The USDA has offered in the past student loan incentive repayment plans, which is um, a a good thing that they could uh, use to uh, at least start their career. But once once they get started, the the retirement benefits, the paid time off, the 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 leisure time that you are able to get, you know, you work a certain amount of hours. You have your set number of hours that you work, and you have time after it, afterwards to have a quality life. I think when students start off working in a veterinary clinic, a lot of times they're on 24-hour, um, sometimes um, on call 24-7. You know, um, at this point, the older vets, if they're working in a, in a veterinary clinic, the older vets that are there, they're, they're ready to rest a little bit. So they hire on these younger vets to do the the time after, in a lot of cases, of course it's not in all cases, but in a lot of cases, this is what happens. And so, you know, I think that the, the younger vets are getting burnt out faster 
then I know vets that work for the agencies, the federal government, I don't see us getting burnt out as fast as one that's in private practice. That's good to know because there's such a growing prevalence of burnout and compassion fatigue in our veterinary field. And, you know, having practiced in emergency medicine for almost 20 years, I can definitely attest that um, that is one major issue that is really prevalent in the veterinary field right now. So it's always nice to know that there's different options out there in terms of going into industry or becoming a public health veterinarian or being able to help with food safety to make sure that animals are treated in a humane way and that all the products are wholesome and safe. And so really important to know. So um, just great information. I, I just wanted to make sure that veterinary students knew of other options out there and really appreciate you taking the time to do today's Vet Girl podcast to make people aware of all the options out there in the veterinary career. Thank you so much. Thank you.